are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, hey, this is Locked On Mariners. Got a fun show on tap for you today. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, let me tell you about Locked On MLB. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, and please call him Sully, every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts. Subscribe to Locked On MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Tuesday, the 21st night of September. This is the Locked On Mariners podcast, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. I am your host, Tidey Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. You can find me at Dane Gonzalez on Twitter. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. And uh, if you're a fan of the Seahawks, uh, you can find us both writing about the Seahawks on SeahawkMaven at SI.com. I'm a reporter and editor over there. Colby also contributes. So check out what we're writing about after the Seahawks 33-30 to loss to the Titans this past weekend. Also be sure to uh, check out our giveaway that we're doing right now on Twitter. Uh, link will be in the description of this episode. I am giving away two tickets to the September 30th morning session of uh, training camp for the Seattle Kraken. So if you're interested in the Kraken and the arrival of the NHL in uh, in Seattle, um, then hit the link in the description and there all the information on how to enter will be in the tweet link there um, be sure to also check out our patreon where we talk about the mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week new episode dropped yesterday for our tier twos and threes so if you want to hear that visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information but on today's episode of locked on mariners we get to talk about a fun four to two win for the for the m's down in oakland uh, we'll also be previewing tonight's matchup between Marco Gonzalez and Paul Blackburn. And we're also going to do a little test drive of a theme. We'll be doing this off season called trade talk Tuesday and discuss some of the most off the wall trade proposals we can find that people have submitted on the lovely website, baseball trade values. Perhaps you're familiar with it should be a great time. So if you like the show, give it a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. We'd greatly appreciate it. So the Mariners started their last trip to the Oakland Coliseum last night, four game series with the A's and they take game one by a score of four to two. Um, Mitch Hanniger was pretty solid in this game. Two for three had a couple of doubles. Uh, Kyle Seager went three for four and had three of the runs driven in. And uh, Tyler Anderson did Tyler Anderson things. Seven innings pitched, four uh, four hits allowed, just one earned run, seven strikeouts. I believe that's his high with the Mariners. Um, and uh, Mariners pretty much cruised. Got a little interesting there as Diego Castillo couldn't really find it, but Paul Seawald was electric out of the bullpen and gets a five-out save for the Mariners down in Oakland. What did you see last night, Colby? Yeah, you know, you kind of saw a pretty typical Mariners game. Um, you know, they only score four runs, but most of them come in one inning. They can't really play add-on all that well. Uh, quite a few hits, but not really 
much to write home about in terms of offensive production, um, aside from Hanniger, who you mentioned, and uh, Kyle Seager. He had three RBI last night, bringing his total up to 99 on the year, tying a career high. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a pretty uh, typical game. You know, pitching starting pitching was good. Uh, bullpen was even better. And the offense did just enough against Sean Manaya to uh, to secure a win. So um, nothing, honestly, all that uh, all that exciting in this game. Just uh, kind of a typical twenty twenty one Seattle Mariners victory. Yes, and it's always fun to beat the A's. Of course, now the Mariners only a game back of the A's in the AOS standings for second place. Um, that's something that I've been keeping an eye on. So uh, that's always fun. And uh, hopefully they can continue to uh, to beat up on this team. It's pretty funny how much they've won against them this year, um, especially with you know just considering the uh, the talent gap between these two teams. They have a really good team in in terms of you know just star power. They have Starling Marte and uh, Matt Olson and and all those guys, and it's just uh, you know the, the Mariners uh, they play them pretty well. Um, so after the game. Tyler Anderson uh, spoke to the media, of course, uh, as he usually does after every start. Um, and it had been reported, I believe, by Ryan Divish a couple, couple weeks ago, maybe maybe about a month ago, that uh, Anderson and the organization were at least open to, to an extension talk or at least him re-signing in the offseason. He was asked about that last night and said that they have had no discussions uh, about an extension um, so it looked, it does look like Anderson will test free agency like we figured, but we had been talking about this a couple times on the show as of late. So I, I did want to acknowledge that. Um, so for you, is, is that fine? Are you totally comfortable with letting Anderson test out the free agent market and then figuring it out as you go? Yeah, absolutely. I think that actually makes the most sense for both the Mariners and, and Tyler Anderson. Um, you know, Anderson's pitched well enough this year that he probably should be looking for a multi-year deal, um, which I mean, Seattle can certainly afford to give him, but you have to remember if you're the Seattle Mariners, you're going with this five man rotation next year. And we feel pretty secure that Logan Gilbert, Chris Flexen and Marco Gonzalez are going to be in it. Right. So that gives you two spots to potentially upgrade and Tyler Anderson is is Tyler Anderson, right? So if you put Anderson in one of those spots, now you have one rotation spot to upgrade and to significantly improve your rotation, you need a significant addition um, who has to stay healthy all year. So it's kind of one of those ideas where the Mariners, it's do you want to take the safety of Tyler Anderson now who, I mean, he's pitching well, granted, but I think we can all agree. Anderson is a four or a five. Uh, there's mm-hmm. nothing particularly special about him. Um, other than his mm-hmm. consistency, which is which is valuable, certainly. But it comes down to mm-hmm. you already have Chris Flexen, who's pretty consistent. You already have Marco Gonzalez, who's pretty consistent. Do you want a third consistent mm-hmm. guy in there to throw in with Logan Gilbert, who has a higher upside? Or, or do you want to maybe, instead of trying to add a number four and then have to add like a number one, would you rather go and try to add a couple of twos or a two and a high-end three, like, for example... Mm-hmm. Gossman and Stroman, right? Can't do that if you sign Tyler Anderson. You can get one of those guys if you're lucky. So, mm. uh, yeah, it's it, it makes sense for Anderson to go out and see what he can get on this market because we know pitching is always going to be in demand. 
And it makes sense for the Mariners to go out and see what they can get that they think is better than Anderson. Um, and if they can't mm-hmm. find that, and if Anderson can't find the deal he likes, then the possibility of a reunion is, is always on the table. And uh, I feel like there's a pretty good relationship here to make that work. Yeah, I, I'm very much on board with a reunion eventually, depending on how the course of the offseason goes. But you look at the consistency and what he's been able to do since coming over in that trade. He has been fantastic. He's been a, a great constant to have in a very uncertain rotation. So that certainly has its value, uh, value but, um, you know, you can obviously probably do better and Anderson's been pitching better than he has particularly pitched for most of his career since coming over in this trade. So that always has to be taken into account. You always have to take, you know, potential progression into account and all those things, but he is a very solid pitcher who definitely helps you in, uh, in 2022. Uh, but it, it, you should explore your other options first before mm-hmm. landing on him, especially because I don't think, many teams out there are going to be jumping at the opportunity to sign him, even though he's having a great end to the, uh, to the second half of the season uh, and riding some momentum Jeez. into free agency, which is probably going to help him make a few more million dollars than, than he was initially going to. Right. But I mean, get a couple more of, years. Yeah. At the end of the day though, Tyler Anderson's skill set is pretty replaceable. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lefties out there who kind of throw the kitchen sink at you. Don't overpower you fill up the strike zone like you can go find that guy in season i mean the mariners literally just did so um it's it's not that he doesn't have value of course he does and he's been very good for seattle mm-hmm. and he's a big part of the reason why they've been able to hang around in this playoff race in the second half but we need to not treat tyler anderson like he's you know irreplaceable because, irreplaceable yeah. yeah he's not he, he's got a very you know common skill set uh he executes very well so that is to his credit. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, the Marin like Tyler Anderson is, is not good enough to be in the Mariners rotation. He is. It's just you want some upside. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of guys who carry the same floor yeah. as Anderson's ceiling. Like this is Tyler Anderson's ceiling. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, and it's also probably his floor. Like his floor is not much lower than this. So it's just a right. really safe play and that has value. But when you're the Mariners and you already have again Marco Gonzalez. And we're assuming uh, Chris Flexen still in the rotation. You kind of already have that kind of safe play. And then you have your upside play in Gilbert and that leaves two spots. So do you want three safe guys in the rotation or do you want two safe guys, two above average guys? And then the wild card is Gilbert kind of depends on how you want to build your roster. All right. So we're going to talk about tonight's game uh, between the A's and the Mariners. And we're going to see one of the pitchers that you mentioned, Marco Gonzalez, on the bump tonight for the M's. Uh, but before we get into that, let's talk about Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
Paul Blackburn on the bump for the uh, for the A's tonight against Marco Gonzalez. And last time the Mariners face Blackburn, they could not put any sort of offense together against him, even though he has been, frankly, mediocre. Uh, of course, Blackburn, Blackburn pretty familiar uh, to some Mariners fans. He, of course, came over in the trade with the uh, Chicago Cubs that sent Mike Montgomery to the Cubs and brought back Daniel Vogel back. He, uh, Blackburn was also in that deal coming back to Seattle. Uh, and then they traded him to Oakland for who was it? It wasn't Valencia. Was it Yonder was it Alonso? Healy? Oh, it was Yonder Alonso. I think. I think it was. I think it was Yonder Alonso. Yeah. Yeah. They've made so many trades with the, uh, with the A's for first baseman that, uh, <laughs> so why Matt Olson is the natural fit. Hey, there you go. There you go. Uh so uh any faith that the uh Mariners can correct course here against the uh, against Blackburn, who again, like I said, is pretty mediocre. Not really. Um <laughs> the, the offense <laughs> the offense is objectively bad. I mean it's not average, it's not mediocre, it's objectively a bad offense and and the nice thing is right now, Mitch Haniger is swinging the bat very well recently. J.P. Crawford is swinging mm-hmm. the bat very well. Uh, you know, Jared Kelnick had been, went, you know, threw an, an O for last night, but I think it's understandable considering the tough matchup against Manaya. Um, you know, it, so, but he has been swinging the bat overall pretty well. Ty France is starting to swing the bat well again. Uh, Abraham Toro has kind of fell, fallen off here in the last week or so, so hopefully he can get right. So mm-hmm. the offense is appearing to be trending in the right direction but you're still probably going to have a struggling toro in that lineup you're probably going to have jake fraley in that lineup who's been i mean objectively bad himself you're probably going to have cal raleigh in that lineup again objectively bad um and you know it's it's jake bowers who i will never give up on uh but uh yeah so it's the goat that's right so you hope that the lineup continues. Uh, Seager hopefully is coming out of his his uh, you know approach to the Mendoza line. Hopefully he's headed the other direction now. But um, mm-hmm. again, it's just an objectively bad offense. And when you're a bad offense, you are susceptible to getting shut out by bad pitching. So yeah. hope for the best. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> Yeah, you're not in a great place uh, <laughs> to really beat anyone. And it's pretty mir- miraculous when they do uh, play well against good pitchers. You know, you think about earlier this year, they had a good game against Sh- Shane Bieber. <laughs> you know, they somehow beat him on a bullpen day. Um, mm-hmm. Baseball is I weird. Mean, it's the weirdest only, sport, right? Yeah, they only scored three runs that day. And I think True. only two of them were off of Bieber. But yeah, no, I mean, they, they got him the next time, too. I think he gave up five runs I'm, and in four and a third so yeah it's 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 crazy you never know i mean look at what look at what you know cole irvin does against everybody else and look what he does against the mariners so yeah it's it's an it's an unpredictable game um particularly on a night-by-night basis so you never know and uh you know seattle is capable of of you know doing damage against pitchers like blackburn because they have done it they just haven't done it consistently enough Mm -hmm. to make me feel like Oh yeah, no, they'll they'll put up four or five here against Blackburn. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, but uh, not. I I wouldn't bet heavily on it. I'd say that. Not yeah, not super inspiring, uh, to say the least. Um, want to do a pick to click? 
we, we this is kind of becoming our thing it's it's fun uh i i enjoy it. it 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 gives me something more to watch other than just you know the game uh lately uh, because the so, game's not uh, enough for Ty. i see cl- clearly Baseball's not enough uh, i'm greedy um, i'm greedy yeah. by the way what's with the weird 9 40 start time for me and on the eastern time zone 6 40 yeah. for a game oh. on a on what is that, on a tuesday yeah oakland and and los angeles have been doing that this year like los angeles starts at six sometimes and i'm just like it's like 6 35 and I, I'm just scrolling through Twitter, and oh, Shannon Dreyer, Mitch Hanegray hit a home run. Wait, what? They started. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they, they started at six ten today, and it's it's really weird. But uh, yeah, it's something they're doing. It has something to do with like traffic and and getting kids home. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So picks click. I'm going. I'm going Jerry Kelnick again. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's who I was going to go with too. I feel like Blackburn's a pretty good matchup for him. Um, but just mm-hmm. just to be different, um, I will mm-hmm. go with Mitch Haniger, who's been on fire recently, and I think he continues to hit. So I'll go Haniger. Yeah, that's but been nice. Haniger's yeah. been uh, been has gotten back on the horse a bit here. Um, good good way to finish out the season. Good for trade value. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. But uh, yeah, we'll 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 see. But it's been uh, it's been a solid last few games for mitch hanniger so that's that's nice to see and it and it certainly helped especially with like you mentioned abraham toro's been struggling a little bit so that's kind of picked up the slack of that uh but still this offense is not great (laughs) it is not great so who 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 knows what will happen tonight who knows what will happen tomorrow who knows what will happen the next day you just you can never predict with this team it's really weird it's a really weird club but uh we love them <laughs> we love them. Yeah, that probably says more about us than anything else. But um, mm-hmm. it, it's uh, it's worth noting that Mitch Haniger's on base percentage actually creeping up back towards league average. So, claps for Mitch Haniger, who has spent pretty much the last the set, entire second half hovering around the three hundred on base mark. He is back up to three twenty, which is, I believe, just about four or five points below. Uh, league average so and congratulations short of a meme (laughs) (sighs) well i don't i don't think he's gonna get there in the next month or in the next (laughs) two weeks that's possible probably not but uh hey you know what over his last over his last 70 games mitch hanniger is hitting 252 340 464 so that will play nice nice all right so uh let's Let's talk some trades in just a second here. I, I, I want to tell you guys about DirecTV first, but we're going to get into some trades in just a moment. Does this sound familiar? you got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part there's no annual contract so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.com that's directtv.com compatible device required content varies by package 
This episode of Locked On Mariners is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership for example a honda odyssey fuel pump is 353 dollars from a chain store whereas with rock auto it's only 216 dollars plus rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years and their prices are reliably low for every customer so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right colby so before we even started doing locked on well over a month ago now um by the way thank you if you've been listening to us since we uh since we started this thing back in uh, early august greatly appreciate it but uh back when we were trying to plan out how we were going to do this show and especially we were looking towards the off season because i was definitely going to come up pretty pretty quick after we started and uh it's fast approaching here one of the things that i want to do was a trade talk tuesday which it mostly consists of looking at a wonderful wonderful website that you and i both love and uh, provides us with plenty of entertainment and laughs and that's baseballtradevalues.com where anyone can submit their own trade proposal and uh, the website hands out its own trade valuations for each player on in an organization obviously it doesn't have every single player within an organization but it has most of the key names and uh the valuations are let's say not super accurate and it leads to some pretty ridiculous trade proposals from people who go on there and and see the values and and naturally craft their trades based on those values so uh you've come up with a couple you you researched a little bit today and uh i want to hear them i want to laugh with you this is going to be my first reaction to them so um whichever one you want to start with go ahead yeah i'm just gonna kind of run down a list here um some of them might be at least semi-interesting where you'd have to stop and think about it but a lot of these are well, you guys will understand. So uh, first up here, um, we have a Mariners trade proposal with the Minnesota Twins. Mm-hmm. In this proposal, the Mariners would get Byron Buxton and Taylor Rogers. Okay. The Twins would get Sam Carlson, Joey Gerber, Drew Steckenrider, and Ty France. So what do you think about that one? Um... So basically, it's France and like, Stack and Ryder. I was like, yeah. I was like, man, that's super unrealistic until you said Ty France. <laughs> um, that's why I said it last. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Uh, good job. Uh, yeah, I'm probably not trading Ty France for a year of Byron Buxton. and A Taylor couple and years of Rodgers, how, I think. Rodgers is really good. Yeah, but... Yeah, he's really good, but I'm not trading one of my best offensive players for him in a year of Byron Buxton. Would you feel differently if Buxton was healthy this year? Yeah, 
Yeah, but still, I mean, that's a it's a lot of upside. That's a lot of control. That's a yeah, but that's a lot of control of a of a guy that's pretty but much coming to his own and at, at, right. at the major league level. I mean, let's be clear about <laughs> this though: is that you don't mm-hmm. care in this particular trade. You don't care about Sam Carlson, Gerber, or Second Rider. Yeah, sure, take all three. Yeah, but you can't have sure. Ty France. That's fine. Is, is, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and obviously you're not getting. I would. I would. Without. And there's. And there's. Card. But there's other like leading pieces that I could add to that instead in place of Ty France that I think would would certainly appeal to Minnesota. And, you guys and heard it here first. Probably... Ty's advocating trading Julio Rodriguez for Byron Buxton. That's that's <laughs> means weird to me. Anyways, let's uh, shift over to one that is. <sighs> this one certainly made I me said chuckle. Nothing of the sort. It's All it's right. on the record, guys. I I think you can back me up on this. Um, mm-hmm. this one certainly made me chuckle. Uh, it's, it's a long All one, right. so buckle up here. Okay. So right. the Mariners get Shogo Akiyama. Mm-hmm. This is between the Reds. I, I probably should have yes. figured that yeah. out. Shogo Akiyama, Hunter Green, mm-hmm. Nick Lodolo, some guy named Jackson oh Miller God. I've never heard of, um, Nick Senzel, and Mike Moustakis. Yeah. What in the world are the Mariners giving up? For this? Emer- Emerson Hancock, Victor Labrada, okay. Anthony Mashevitz, Eric Swanson, and Juan Tain. Keep in mind, Akiyama is owed about $10 million next year. And I believe Moustakis is owed about $20 million next year. So those two are salary dumps my, because both have been terrible my this year. Brain is broken thinking about this trade. Uh, like, why would right, why so, would the so Mariners? Getting... Do, by the way, by the way, baseball trade values has this as a perfectly even trade, same exact values. So, you you're bringing up why would the Mariners do this? Why would the Reds do that to dump that salary? Why would they give up Senzel, Lodolo? Who else did you mention? Hunter Green? Why would yeah. they give up those three guys to dump thirty million well, dollars in the salary? I don't think Senzel is all that good, but yeah, they're they're not doing that either. This trade doesn't make sense for either side yeah. because Seattle gets major league pieces that are garbage and eat up a large portion of their available spending. So it's like you trading Emerson yeah. Hancock for Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo. I mean, I would, but the Reds aren't. So yeah, that trade just yeah. I, I don't I don't understand what the thought process was behind that. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm curious to know if that was a Mariners fan or a Reds fan that did that. Right. I think it was a Mariners fan because this guy submitted like eight of the top trades on this first page. So I'm pretty sure they're oh, all yeah. Mariners. So I'm pretty sure that's a Mariner fan. I just I don't understand the thought process there. That that seems like a re- right. a weird rebuild type of trade that isn't even a real re- uh, real rebuild. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're both out on that one um yeah no <laughs> so mariners orioles john means and ramon urias okay, okay. two okay. guys we like okay for lj newsom jake fraley justin dunn top prospect zach deloach for the meme <laughs> and jp crawford they had you until jp <sighs> didn't they yeah, I was like, all right. Like when you mentioned Deloach, I was like, okay, that that makes a little bit of sense. Like the first couple of players you mentioned, I'm like, eh, whatever, that doesn't matter. Um, 
like maybe Justin Dunn factors in a little bit there, but that's a lot of just like here's here's our trash. Uh, Dunn, Fraley, um, and I mean, I, w- I wouldn't call Dunn trash, but like Newsom's. I wasn't. Gonna... I, no, I wasn't referring to Dunn as trash, but I was talking about Fraley and yeah. Um, who was the other player that you mentioned? LJ Newsom is probably not even going to pitch next year. He's probably out yeah. next year too. And Fraley's been yeah. garbage for most of the year. Yeah. So you're looking at Dunn, Deloach, and Crawford for John Means. I mean, that's and and, and Urias. I mean, for <sighs> that seems like an underpay for Means, honestly. And it feels like it would hurt the Mariners in a more than I wouldn't helped. say substantial way, but but in a in a marginal way. Like there's a um because now you have to fill shortstop. Right. And second base or third base. Right. And while I really like means mm-hmm. and I like that would be honestly from a value standpoint, probably a steal. But it causes more issues for you <laughs> down the line. Right. Your eyes can't play shortstop every day. So yeah. you can't go into the next year without a significant upgrade over, honestly, J.P. Crawford for this deal to make much sense. Because well, And I mostly look at Urias as a bench guy, like a really solid bench guy to come off. Of, you know, yeah, I mean, if, we've talked if, about like in an right. ideal world, of course. Right. Okay. Um, so just to move this along, cause we're running out of time here. Um, mm. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mariners athletics trade here. Mariners get mm-hmm. Elvis Andrus. Yuck. Matt Olson. Okay. And AJ okay. Puck. The athletics get Ooh. Chris Flexen, Kyle Lewis, Justice <laughs> Sheffield, Evan White and cash. <laughs> so, so it's Matt Olson and AJ Puck for basically trash and Kyle Lewis. Depending <laughs> on how you feel about Chris Flexen. Well, yeah, don't call Chris Flexen trash. Chris Chris Flexen. I mean, good. in relative to this uh, trade, it kind of he kind of is. Uh, I just love that it's the trio of Sheffield, Lewis, and White. For <laughs> every yeah. big prospects who have had Former. significant injuries. Yeah, yeah, former prospects, of course, yeah. who've had significant injuries. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't, for for a perennial MVP candidate, and obviously you're taking on the contract of Andrews, which, ugh. um, but you're also getting AJ Puck, who's pretty good. It's just, ugh. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, real quick here, two more. We don't need much reaction, but uh-huh. this one just caught my eye because it has the Mariners acquiring Wander Franco. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so the, Mar- the Mariners get Taj Bradley, Wander Franco, Greg Jones, Kevin Kiermeyer, and Tommy Romero. The Rays get Chris Flexen, George Kirby, Kyle Lewis, Noel V. Marte, Justice Sheffield, and Taylor Trammell. That's a lot to give up for Wander Franco. This By the is way, another one that just breaks my brain. Yeah. <laughs> How about we end on one that I actually think is pretty interesting here? Okay. All right. Uh, athletics, another athletics trade. They get Anthony Mashevitz. The Mariners get Seth Brown. 
All right. I kind of like that one. Yeah. yeah. That can make sense for both sides. Brown, not great, but pretty good against righties. Like, yeah, yeah. that one I like. Um, that yeah, one I could see happening. That's a pretty fair trade. Because, yeah, I, I mean, so. old Tony Sandwiches hasn't been uh, particularly great this year. I mean, he's but come he up with flash. some spots here and yeah. there. Yeah. He does flash, and he does have, you know, plenty of, of club control, and he's cheap. And like I said, Seth Brown, uh, not great this year. He's hitting 213, 278, 465 off of uh, of righties. So, yeah, you know, mostly a pinch hit back guy, but he can play some outfield for you. I mean, yeah, that one would be fine, I think. Like, I wouldn't have any major issues with that. So there Mm -hmm. you go. Trade Talk Tuesday. Let us know what you think. Trade Talk Tuesday. Yeah, look forward to uh, more of that during the offseason. We're also going to have more themed days uh, that we'll be telling you guys about soon. Uh, But that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidane Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode and be sure to uh, check out the Kraken ticket giveaway for uh, for training camp if you're interested in going to that on September 30th. Uh, so uh, again, all that stuff is in the description of this episode wherever you're listening to that. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, thank you guys again for joining us and listen to us ramble on about trades and all that good stuff. We will see you tomorrow. Peace. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicap and expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.